Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. I'm John. And I'm Kevin. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look at some of our favorite action movies from the era of... (laughs) (laughs) So like Chewbacca. (laughs) Schwarzenegger, he's the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. Welcome, salutations, faithful listeners or any newcomers to the podcast. We welcome you. If this is your first episode, I suggest you go back and at least start from the beginning of this movie. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> go listen to the first two episodes and then come back. Yeah. And we'll continue talking. The to movie you. is, uh, at least for now, available on Netflix and it's as good as it's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That is to say, it's just fine. Oh, yeah. We're talking about best of the best, by the uh, way. It is. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a classic Atlanta Sweetwater 420. I feel like that's extra pale ale. Atlanta's like it's the flagship beer, beer right? Yeah, I, I would say that probably Creature Comforts, due to its popularity in the Marvel sphere and elsewhere, has now mm. become like the most popular beer from Georgia. But 420 to me is like quintessentially home. And I am drinking. New Belgium's Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. It's delicious. It is strong and delicious. Yeah. I feel great. Yeah. I have enough in this can to see me through this show. (laughs) I'm going to finish. I'm going to, yeah, I'll I'll get there. I'm good. (laughs) But I'm going to have another can at the ready for whatever's next yeah absolutely so yeah as kevin said <laughs> welcome we're we're here we're talking about best of the best uh 1989 starring james earl jones eric roberts chris penn academy award nominees abound that's right um and sally kirkland and and i have to say as as a first time viewer and we talked about this in the last episode is like you grew up watching movies just like this so when you see it it's like this if if this person if this movie was a person you'd be like I know that guy yeah he's fine. yeah 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 he's fine I like him for sure he's you're not gonna invite him over all the time you're not gonna room with him but <laughs> you want to hang out with him from time to yeah, time yeah it's all right? fun man I mean and it's like completely just like it's a blast you know there's it's like a great one night stand like there's no commitment <laughs> afterwards you just move on with your life there's some great moments. Yeah. That you'll take with you forever. You cherish forever. <laughs> um, uh, that's, <laughs> anyway. that's great. <laughs> yeah, do you remember what's happened up to this point in the yeah. film? So the only thing that's happened is that uh, an invitational tournament competition thing has been announced between America and Korea. We've met the contestants who earned their spots in uh, the national competition to, to be on the team. A bunch of dudes, uh, including Alex and Tommy. The main Virgil, Sonny, and And Travis, the piece of shit from Miami, Florida. (laughs) And they are coached by one James Earl Jones. Coach Cuzo. And uh, after they find out they're going to be on the team, he gives them permission to to go out for one last night on the town before it's three months of complete celibacy and focus and training. 
and they go to a country and western bar in Los Angeles, and for the next, seems like, 15 <laughs> minutes of the movie straight, there's a bar fight. There's some laughs. We laugh. There, yeah, we there's cried. some laughs. We get to know the characters a little bit. Travis is a complete scumbag, as we already knew, because he's a racist shit. Virgil um, is like he's like a, deceptively metaphysics and I, I almost expected Virgil to be from Germany or something like that. It would have made more sense for him to yeah. be like foreign, but he's not. And then there's Sonny, who's sort of like a simple guy from Detroit with simple pleasures in life. He's Italian. He mentioned several times. <laughs> And then there's um, He doesn't understand military time. We know that about him. And then there's Tommy, who runs a dojo for children. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And then there's... And he's the badass of the group, really. Yeah, he's like your anchor on the team. And then there's Alex, Eric Roberts' character, who is... If if this movie was made now, they'd probably make him a little older, a little more washed up, but he made the team because he's got the most heart. Kevin Costner would play this role. Yeah, I wonder what... The draw was for Coach Cuzo he needed, to choose him. I think that he a leader needed, type. He needed a yeah. He needed a veteran presence in the clubhouse to borrow okay. a, base, a baseball expression. Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely got a little gas left in the tank. He's got a little kid at home named Walter. Yeah, yeah. So that and that catches us up. So this is this is the eve before, and they've just caused mayhem. Um, right, we with think, impunity at this I assume, bar. I assume we're picking up the next morning. Is that the impression you got? Yeah, that okay. is the impression I got as well. So yeah, a beige Mercedes, one of those sweet 80s Mercedes. It made me wonder, whatever happened to beige cars? You still you see some, but they're not as beige, maybe. <laughs> they're they're not as cream colored. They're more khaki now. <laughs> yes. A beige Mercedes pulls into the parking lot at the training facility. A pair of women's legs get out of the car and walk on in. I love the handy cam follow, like following the legs is like yeah, sort of shaking. It was like the beginning of our roadhouse. Yes. With the legs. But anyway, the a woman walks into Coach Cuzo's office. She introduces herself as Catherine Wade. Cuzo seems surprised. Even and though is, she's like, I believe you've been expecting me. Does that mean, yeah, does that mean he's never once looked at the dossier on Wade that I doubt the guy it. gave him? I doubt he ever looked at it. Jennings? Yeah. Okay. That so, was my take is that he he was like, oh shit, I forgot you were coming. Now Don, the other trainer, he takes it in stride, introduces himself, asks her if she wants some coffee. And she's like, nah. She declines and he steps aside. I'm a big fan of Don. Uh, Don's, like, Don's a stand-up dude. He's a gentleman. Kuzo bluntly says he didn't ask for her to be here. He doesn't need any help. He's rocking a members-only jacket. Love burgundy. It. Love it. Um, my grand, my papa had that jacket. Same? same jacket. Awesome. She leaps to the conclusion that his beef with her is because she's a woman. Probably. Like, well, I am a woman, Mr. Cuzo. But in spite of this handicap, I'm hopeful that in the next few months, my usefulness to this team will become apparent. She's playing it like very zen-like. Yeah, her delivery is very even, very calm. Mm-hmm. But there's tension under her words. Oh, is that what you're getting? Yeah, just that she's like... She, because she's still forceful, she's still mm-hmm. confident. That's that's the vibe that I got from her. So Kuzo asks her exactly what it is that she thinks she's going to teach the team. She says she can train their minds as well as their bodies. That she grew up in the Far East, she says. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. She studied Buddhism, Hinduism, yoga, and meditation. She holds a Taekwondo belt. Nice. Kuzo patronizingly says that must make her a very well-rounded person. <laughs> this definitely won't be the last time that he proves this, 
But Kuzo's like an asshole. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Wade says she wants to share her knowledge with the team. Kuzo says, well, you were hired by Mr. Jennings, and I have to accept that. But I'm just not sure what where you fit into our preparations, right. basically, right? Um, Wade points out that it's going to be nearly impossible to defeat the Korean team with only three months to prepare. Right. While the Koreans have been training their bodies and minds their whole lives. She's got a point. She says, without her help, all your modern training techniques and high-tech equipment won't mean shit. Pretty Fucking awesome. right, Wade. Pretty awesome. Kuzo is taken aback. I dare say he's a little amused by this, too. He's like, okay, Moxie. He, he looks over at Don. Game Don's re- laughing. Game recognized game. <laughs> yeah, man. Now, the team is stretching out and nursing their hangovers, it seems. Yeah, that's right? why I, I get that this is like the next morning, for sure. So, Kuzo, Wade, and Don enter the gym. Yeah, this has got to be the morning after the fight. There's this row of like these five buff mulleted trainers right. off to the side. Kuzo walks up and he says, baseball, Ray. <laughs> yeah, just loudly <laughs> announces. <laughs> he says they've got great uniforms and jackets, but uh, until they're a real team, they don't get to wear them. They got to earn them. Right. Kuzo says, now go run 20 laps, which Sonny astutely points out. That's five miles. Which is not long. That's not, that's uh, not a long distance. Not maybe for a world-class athlete. That would kill me, probably. Yeah. I mean, I could, could be, do You it. could be done with that in less than an hour, I bet. Mm, maybe. Guaranteed. Okay. But let's get real. If we... Are we... What are we thinking? Is Kuzo, like, a fucking former karate champion or something? What is it? What are his credentials? <sighs> Uh, I don't know. It's like sometimes these guys that end up being hitting coaches in baseball yeah. that were never baseball players. It's like, how did you get that gig? That's what, like, I, if he, but he obviously have, knows a lot about the sport. Does he? Well, I mean, in the last, in the, in the he's tournament, he's like, up? yeah, he's like telling them but strategy it's always and bullshit, stuff like, that. like counter counter. But some of it, he's like, you know, like get out of the way and do a ridge punch yeah. or whatever the fuck it's called. It's like, I think he knows technically he knows what's going on. I struggled to like buy these guys buying into what he's selling. It would have been greater if they had established him as being like some former champ or something. He's just sort of like screaming everything. It's like, it's like a high school football coach or something. Baseball, Ray. Baseball. I coached baseball, Ray. (laughs) (laughs) It's a shame that there wasn't a dude named Ray on this team. (laughs) Oh my God. Anyway, the guys, they're all sweating their asses off on the track. Travis is like dragging ass behind the rest. But I say that, but he's keeping up with. They're yeah, all I, on the same, like, unless they're laps ahead of him. Yeah, I also love the bit where Sonny's like telling him to hang in there. You see like the camaraderie oh, being built like I amongst that. the team. He's like, yeah, hang in there, man. I did like, um, well, Alex is like, this is kicking my ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> I That's, I'm feeling yeah. it. Later, they're they're doing these grueling sit-ups. Yeah, they've done like 163-something. Yeah. 164. Who knows what all else. That's probably like the end of the workout at that point. Kuzo tells them they can stop. Now Wade steps in. She kneels down on the mat to speak to them. I feel like she ought to be wearing a gi or something. Well, she just got there. So yeah, it's day I one, she, I guess. Yeah. I, I also made that note that it's like, she just she's still wearing her suit and heels, and at least she took her heels off before she knelt down. So. Mm-hmm. But she tells him, you know, you're all great athletes, but that's not going to be enough against the Korean team. Right. 
She says that while Kuzo is working on their fighting skills, she's going to work on their minds. And to me, this immediately smacked of of the the bit in Mighty Ducks 2 where the, <laughs> oh. where the tutor comes in. She's going to like work with Team USA on like their schooling and learning history sure. and stuff while Gordon Bombay is handling the hockey skills. Fucking A. And I got that. I was like, wait it, wait a minute. This is the same shit. Yeah, the the basically the goal is that in three months they're gonna have a perfect like physical and mental health. Right. Virgil, I love this, is like very happy oh, yeah. with what he's hearing. He's eating it up. I feel like this is the shit though that they all respond to, except Travis. But like he hates every bit of everything. Right. But um like I feel like martial artists are not here to be like coached by a drill sergeant. Right. You know, it's like a spiritual philosophical type of art. Right, because do. because even even in the as we'll see later in in the movie, like when the Koreans are training, and they're it seems that their coaches are very like militant. Mm-hmm. There's still moments where it's like they're very calm. Yeah, there's obviously a mind body connection. Now she asks, "Are there any questions?" And Travis says, "Yeah, what's your phone number?" Oh, um, oh, I love it. That's the response. Everyone's like, "Jesus." Fuck now she on. gives a really great monologue. She says. I'm here to teach you how to win. Winning isn't a sometimes thing. It's winning is an all time thing. We don't win once in a while. We don't do the right thing once in a while. We do the right thing all the time. Winning is a habit. Unfortunately, so is losing. And uh, Alex says, hey, that's good. Hey, that's good. <laughs> she says, that's Vince Lombardi. Hey, go Kuzo. Go. Even Kuzo was drawn in. Yeah, I love that he's like, this spiel got him, and he seems genuinely blown away by it, Wade. Like, she's connected with the dudes in a way that he hasn't. Right. Right? because well, he's constantly just like, baseball, Ray. <laughs> he's just thinking about fucking Field of Dreams people, all the time. People, people will come, Ray. <laughs> people will most definitely come. Uh, Kuzo would have to be a total novice at coaching karate, though, not to realize that, like, it's important to try to connect with the guys in a way right. that's f- deeper than just physical. Um, anyway, at least in every single movie we've ever seen, right? <laughs> karate is very spiritual. Now, later on at bedtime, Alex is making small talk with Tommy. Alex is asking Tommy, do you got any brothers or sisters? Tommy seems to ponder the question for a second and then says, no, and yeah, abruptly, he, he, like he's like reading a newspaper, and he like plops it down and takes a long look at Alex, and is like, "No, no," and like throws it down and turns <laughs> the lights off. Turns the lights off. The plot thickens. Ooh, what's happening over in Korea? We got the coach has got the team doing these drills at this fucking badass temple, which can only mean it's montage time. Oh, dude, yeah. Interestingly, I thought the Korean windbreaker said Korea in English on the back. On the coaches did. I think on the on all the guys, it was not English, but on the coaches <laughs> on the coaches jacket, it did say Korea. Yeah. I was like, oh, thank God for that guy. He's the subtitle. <laughs> yeah. So we've got the the Americans, the Koreans are training hard, punching, kicking, all that shit. The Koreans are fucking badasses. Yeah, I love all the shots. Sort of seem to show the the dichotomy between their training styles. And generally, the Koreans just seem like they're training harder. Yes. And we've got fucking Travis and Alex, like, struggling to jump rope. Yeah. Like, have you never jumped rope before? I, to me, that's, like, the basic fight training right. from well, every I Rocky you movie. See, you see the Americans doing, like, regular push-ups, but the Koreans are doing wheelbarrow push-ups down a staircase and then push-ups on their Dude, knuckles. on their knuckles on that stone bridge? Fuck that. Uh, I, I busted my knuckle against some like my brick wall in the house earlier, and I'm still feeling it. Were you angry? 
No, I was like trying to move a bag of dog food. Were you being hit with it? Was Turk hitting you with a kendo stick? No. These dudes, the Koreans are fucking killers, man. Travis working out wearing a fucking weightlifting belt all the time. Why? Do you think it was to hide a belly? I don't know if it was that or if it was like, you remember Hulk Hogan used to always just come down to the ring wearing a weight. Why though? Was that like just... I think it does... Stylized in the 80s? Maybe it also cuts your waist off if you've got a bigger waist. Not even that you're fat, just like it cuts your waist a Mm -hmm. little bit. Um, Yeah, I love love when Wade's like doing yoga with him, like taking him through like a sun salutation and Travis like, fuck this. Yeah, that's like... What is Travis doing here? That's all I keep thinking to myself. But anyway. I also love the bit where the Koreans are running in the snow. That's some Rocky Four shit. But then they're like the slow-mo and the like... That is some hard-ass working out, right? Running in knee-deep snow. Breaking breaking a trail. Huge, huge time. Yeah, man. So we, we figure it must be winter time. Uh, in Le- yeah. yeah. In California as well as right. Korea, but yeah. So... Kuzo is telling his team that in their competition, any ties are going to be settled by brick breaking. It's Eastern rules, he says. Okay, whatever that means. Must do um, a dim mock. But yeah, whoever can break the most bricks is going to be declared the winner in the event of a tie. Uh, he also says that they can use their hand or head. <laughs> Shit. Using the head would have been intense, man. I, and that comes back later. There was an opportunity for that that was sorely missed, but we'll talk oh, about it later. I can't wait. Yeah. That's a, that we call that a teaser. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Wade is telling them, you know, you must center yourself. Thoughts and action must be one. It's like some Miyagi type shit. She is wearing a sweet Team USA. Yeah, she's got now. the gi on now. Kuzo asks for a volunteer to go first to break the bricks. Now, when no one steps up, he's like, okay, Wade will demonstrate. Oh, he volunteers her, and she seems like. I think surprised. he was. He was trying to punk her, right? Definitely. He's like, ha, she's gonna fail, and then they're gonna, yeah. you know, think she's, she's like, a fraud. fine, I'll do it. So Wade steps up, chops through five bricks like it was nothing. Like butter. The dudes are uh, impressed. At least I like Alex. Impressive. Impressive. Clapping. Elsewhere, the Koreans are shirtless in the snow, chopping on tree trunks with their bare ass hands. They were chopping the trees like this. And the the snow was falling down. (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely one of the most like visually striking things in the movie. I think the slow motion with the snow falling down. The cinematography of that scene, I I made that note. I was like, that's that's a beautiful shot. Yeah, it's just composition. Everything about it was great. The Americans, they're having a group meal. Travis... Ugh. Back on his racist shit. Fuck him. This scene is rough, dude. Yeah. He's like, agreed. He, Sonny walks up with a plate of ribs. Travis approves of. That's a white man's meal, Verge. Real food. Ugh. Fucking what? I he wish cr- we could have seen the bit of dialogue where he criticized probably Virgil's food, saying, it's Too many greens. Why are you eating that? Why are you eating greens and tofu or whatever it right. was? Um, yeah, he criticizes Virgil's meal. Tells Virgil, if you keep eating that shit, you're going to wind up like Hop Singh over here, gesturing yeah, to Tommy. That is, he's trash, Terrible. man. Why are the, how are the guys sitting still for this? Because it's 1989. You don't say anything to your white friends. Dude, shit gets worse. <laughs> like, he starts saying, yeah, you know, I, this, Ooh. this whole bit, I was like, Seeing it for the first time, I was like, holy shit. This dude, are we supposed to be rooting for this guy or hoping he gets his face knocked off? I I think by this time we're like, okay, maybe, okay, now it's time to stop. Yeah, so there's some racist shit disclaimer. 
he basically is like telling, you know, if you keep eating that shit, your eyes are going to slant, your dick will shrink up, and you're going to open up a laundry. And the fucking dudes laughed. I couldn't Virgil laughed. Alex laughed. They yeah. all laughed. I Tommy did not like is that. like. Tommy's trying to laugh it off. He's like, that's harsh. Yeah, even I thought, but maybe he's like, maybe he thinks Travis such a dickhead, but that was kind of funny. I don't know. I don't know. Alex was like fucking rolling on the floor type shit. Yeah, I did not appreciate this scene in the least. Travis keeps pushing and Alex finally tells him like, hey man, shut up. Right. Travis gets mad at Alex. And now Tommy tells Alex. I'm talking to you. Tommy tells Alex it's okay. You know, he's like, and Travis gets up in Tommy's face asking you know are you scared and is he delusional enough to think like that he could take tommy oh man tommy would destroy (laughs) him he does at some point when they're sparring yeah they've got everyone in the cafeteria is like watching this go down now kuzo not doing shit about it let the boys work it out let's see what happens let them work out their wiggles so alex yeah alex wants to step in tommy tells him sit down alex and and uh and travis is like yeah sit down alex then he's like saying what do you boys think you think he's yellow how about it you yellow huh tommy turns to him very slowly and is like obviously (laughs) which is a fucking he owned travis in that moment pretty pretty slick little that was awesome dude i don't know if you were with me when this happened I'm this always was a, with you. Tw- <laughs> this was 20 years ago, college times, uh-huh. going to a Braves game. This was on the shuttle bus, like mm-hmm. from the Braves stadium back to the transit station after a game. Like to Five Points? Or wherever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Riding the shuttle back to Five Points. There was a drunk-ass white dude who mm-hmm. was like harassing an Asian guy on uh. the bus. Were you with me for this? I don't that know. Say? He. It wasn't like... It wasn't like horrible was heat. this when we went to the it was like braves giants like first game of the cs or something or the, i know I, I think it, i think it was a regular season game okay. i think i was with my friend um bobby so i don't i don't uh, think I it was maybe I, maybe I wasn't there but this dude like just the white dude kept calling this guy bruce lee oh no i don't He's like that bruce lee hey, what's up bruce yes like, hey man bruce lee do you know karate like you know it wasn't like hate speech necessarily but it was clearly like racism or whatever but um this asian dude man all the credit in the world at some point he told this guy he's like hey shut up chuck norris (laughs) 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 it was like the coolest thing i've ever seen like somebody say and i'm like you just owned that dude yeah good for you man Yeah, for real but travis brickley I don't know how he's not like dismissed from the team he should be for this shit you can't take this guy to korea no. Like, what? He's got a problem with Asian folks, apparently. Right. Um. Anyway. He's trash. He's a trash human. We cut to uh, the the dudes are watching these, like, intimidating videos of yeah, the Koreans. After, after racist mealtime, yeah. it's time for video training. It's time for an audio video uh, tutelage. They're watching this video, intimidating ass shit of the Koreans training. Literally doing a kick line where they... Each kick two boards in like sequence all the way down the line. Everyone kicks two boards. It's like any one of these dudes could probably kick anyone except for Tommy's ass yeah. on the team. Kuzo is there and he says, baseball. Right? <laughs> oh he says, if you fight, <laughs> if you fight the Koreans today, you'd all be carried out on stretchers. Um, Wade says, you know, the Korean team, basically they're training 12 months a year 
full financial support from the government. That sounds dope. Yeah, man. Don gives each fighter a dossier on their selected opponent that they're going to fight. Ooh. They have video playing of each of the of the guys like training. I wonder where Don's like, a collector, you know. Where'd they get this video? Don's from, a collector. Like is it smuggled out of Fuck Korea? Yeah, it is. Or Don went. He went there and took it. <laughs> his camcorder? Yeah. Shot absolutely. I wonder also how is the decision reached on like who's gonna fight against who? That that is Is it jointly decided between the teams? I think it's weight class. But okay. I don't think they ever mentioned They're it. all essentially the same size. Yeah. Anyway, but you're right. It's just it they make one or two mentions to weight class, right. but but it's for the most part, it just seems like we're gonna put our best against your best and our second best against your second what best about your and best down of the line. The best. Oh shit. Oh my god. <laughs> um so Sonny is gonna fight against young Kim. Doesn't seem pleased after he hears the rundown. He's crippled more than one fighter with his strength. Well he's all right, Fucking so young shit. Kim, I, I made the notes on all all the notes that they gave for the fighters because I because as I was listening to this, I was like, wait a minute, and had to go back. So young Kim's 155 pounds. Mm-hmm. Gold medal in the 84 World Championship. At his weight class, I guess, right? Silver medal in the Tokyo Invitation. Okay, that makes sense if it's in his weight class. Yeah, there's a lot of overlapping like Right, it's like he's won a gold medal, he's won a gold medal, and then this other guy's won a gold medal the same years that these other two guys won a gold medal. He's the best fighter of his generation, whatever the fuck that type shit means. But if how do they all win a gold medal in the same year? It has, yeah, it would have to be weight class, I guess. That then makes sense, and I can suspend my argument for the rest of this. No, no, I mean, you're right, because they're just throwing superlatives out about these dudes. But they also, this is, like, it's Sonny's guy that they make the, like, they read his whole run down and then they say Sonny to beat him we're gonna have to make your moves smaller and more focused yeah they don't go to that level of detail for all or maybe they did but they had to cut it it could be yeah it's odd because they you know give this guy's weight and then they don't give right. anyone else's weight right it's just whatever but yeah Travis is gonna face uh Tung Sung Moon yeah the 1985 world champion gold okay. medalist whatever Great nonverbal acting from Chris Penn when, like, the dude's breaking all these bricks and he just sort of looks fucking like he's disturbed <laughs> yeah. by the video. Huh? Uh, Virgil's going to fight Han Cho, gold medalist at the 1986 Hong Kong Invitational. Okay. A lot of fucking tournaments going on out here. Yeah, that makes sense, though. Alex is going to fight against Seijin Kwan, ranked number one in his division. The best fighter of his generation. All these guys' heads up are in the same generation. Yeah, what generation is that? Is, is he, he supposed to be older is he or 15, younger? 20 years older than the rest of the guys on the team? I feel like he would be younger than... It doesn't make any... Yeah, Virgil's a young guy. Virgil's arguably the youngest guy on the team. And it's so like the confusing. Best, the best fighter of his generation, all of these guys are around the same age. They, right? Because what gets me is like, yeah, then uh, Wade tells Tommy, you know, you get the prize. Dehan baseball <laughs> yeah, I love I love that while the yeah the, while the rest of the guys obviously have their work cut out for him Wade sarcastically tells Tommy that he somehow like yeah you get the prize and that and that this is such a such a big moment <laughs> that Cuzo has to take over the narration he's like Dehan <laughs> like okay shit um but is, what's confusing is I would think that the best fighter of his generation, Seijin Kwan, is like younger than Dehan because Dehan seems like the elder statesman yeah, of the Korean team. Dehan, I think at some point they'd say he's like 30 something, right? Yeah, maybe 35. Yeah, 35. Like, don't let his age fool you right. or whatever. But 
So is the best fighter of his generation this younger guy who's not as good as they how, how would they even know that he's only been fighting for a few years like, i don't know it's, it's such a <laughs> stupid thing to say anyway it's fucking did, weird i did not like that but the dude uh the dude seijin kwan first we see him on this video hitting like this killer fucking like axe kick and uh-huh. breaking a bunch of bricks or something with it and he's played by james Liu. Who um he's one of these dudes who turns up in like countless flicks, uh-huh. but he was a very like featured member of the Chang Sing fighters in Big Trouble in Little China. He's got got enemies. <laughs> <laughs> you were, yeah, these weak dudes. <laughs> Chang Sing. Yeah, they got... were black with red turbans. Holy shit! <laughs> these guys are animals, Jack. But anyway, we should watch that movie right now, dude. Yes, we <laughs> Turn will. Turn this off. We'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right. We'll be right back. Um, no, back to day. <laughs> back to Dayhan. 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 Tommy looks like he's seen a ghost. Yeah. So let's talk about Dayhan. One hundred and seventy-six pounds. Okay. Winner of every major invitational for the last ten years, except for the ones that his friends have won. Right. I. That has to mean, I guess, winner in weight his weight class. class. Or age division or something. Gold medals in the 84 through 88 world championships, except for the gold medals that his friends won. (laughs) And ranked number one in the world, except for his friend that's the number one fighter in the world and best of his generation. And the best of his generation, right. So anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Dayhan played by Simon Ree, the real-life brother of Philip Ree. That is fucking awesome. Did not make that connection because I didn't read the credits that far down. Uh, Simon also did all the choreographing of all the fights for for the film. He and and his brother threw the shit down. And in their fight is oh like the god. choreography and everything is like these are some fucking fighters. Oh my man. god! Anyway, so yeah, we'll get to that later. Yeah, dude, tune in. Um, so Alex leans into Tommy's ear, says, "No problem." Fucking, I like your sentiment, but uh, yeah, thanks for the encouragement, bro. Yeah, he's like, I, I would almost weak. have whether he leaned in and been like, "Better you than me." Yeah, weak tea smiling, and but you really looks like he's gonna churl. <laughs> yeah, we see Dayhan on his video. He's hitting this like sort of Superman punch through a brick. Um, yeah, Kuzo urges the fighters, "Hey, study these tapes and the dossiers. Learn about your opponent's strengths and weaknesses." Uh huh. Later on. Tommy is like tossing and turning in bed, fade to a flashback of a young Tommy, right, eating an ice cream cone like and sit, <laughs> sitting in the bleachers with his folks or something. Oversized like snapback hat on his head. <laughs> backwards. That's a good look. Watching his older brother David fight against a young Dayhan in the Who, tournament. David's wearing a Team USA uniform of some kind. That's right. Young Tommy is going to town on that ice cream cone. Hell yeah. And young Dayhan, he doesn't have his goatee, and it's hard to ignore how much he looks like Philip Ree. Yeah. Because they're yeah. bros. Yep. Dayhan is just like beating the hell out of David. Yeah, the, the match is not even close. The young Tommy, he drops his ice cream cone and it splatters on the floor, and Tommy snaps upright in his bed. That's right. all we get for now. But it's obviously we're going to get more later. It would have been awesome to me, though, if the whole trauma had been like My the ice dropped cream. ice cream cone. My ice cream cone. <laughs> um, so cut to training montage number two. The titular song Best of the Best by Ike Stubblefield is playing over. This is a shameless Eye of the Tiger ripoff down to the lyrics. It was awful. It was like everything about it was outtakes from Rocky, various Rocky movies, I thought. 
Travis and others, they're wearing those weightlifting belts again. Fashion statement. Yeah, I, love, I love the montage opens up with like Team Korea running six abreast down the street, which is super annoying. Like if a car <laughs> like, move. <laughs> move, bitch. Our boys, though, they're getting into great shape. Yeah, a, lot, yeah. a lot of like muscle porn shots. Some soft core muscle porn. But yeah, I know. They're not roided up like we're used to. <laughs> These are normal muscles, you guys. They're natural type <laughs> muscles. Tommy and Travis are sparring later. The team is wearing their uniforms now. So I, how much time has passed? They must have graduated, so? I think, a month and a half, maybe okay. two months. They're in the middle of training now. Um, I guess they've earned those uniforms. I think, yeah, we're, we're deep into it now, I think, at okay. this point. Tommy's just like racking up points against Travis, but he's also taking it easy on him. Like he's not, you know, he's pulling his punches basically. Right. Um, they, if Kuzo wants them to not be pulling punches, they should really be wearing headgear. They should be wearing headgear. And, like, yeah. If Kuzo's sure. on that, like finish him mode, <laughs> finish him, kill him. So we after, have alternates, I guess, but all, I, I can appreciate that Travis is pissed off. Yeah. At him for pulling his punches. Yeah, Totally. Like, um, so after the match, Travis tries to take this cheap shot at Tommy, which Tommy's ready for. That was a fucking slick takedown he yeah, did on him. It was awesome. Um, Kuzo sends everyone to the showers except for Tommy and Travis. Kuzo tells Travis, you better shape up or you'll be history, boy. And he dismisses Travis. Kuzo tells Tommy, that was incredible, but I'm worried about you. You know, you're holding back. Tommy says he's fine. Kuzo says, why didn't you finish Travis when you had the chance? Uh, he's like, what are you afraid of? Right, yeah. And Tommy takes that personally. What's that supposed What's to mean? What's that supposed to mean? Kuzo warns him, you know, if you fucking take it easy on Dehan, you're going to get hurt. Um, now cut to Tommy is just wailing on this heavy bag. Wearing like a red windbreaker. Yeah, that's an interesting choice. Maybe just to get a good sweat going? I think so. I don't know. It was also bizarre lighting. Yeah. Like I think he did. He turned a silhouette. He turned almost. like a pin spot on. And, and <laughs> where did that? Like, what kind of gymnasium is this? I don't. Um, <laughs> Dramatically uh, lit. <laughs> was intercut with more flashbacks of Dehan destroying Tommy's brother. Right. It's revealed basically that Tommy's brother was killed in the match. Right. They let Mama Lee out there just like jostling David's head around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. The Don is showing Kuzo video of that very match, and Kuzo instructs him, you know, let's keep this tape secret. Secret from who? I don't know. I yeah, guess he's like, have, he's like, have you told Jennings anyone about or, this? Or Wade, Has anyone else seen this tape? Like, why would they have? Yeah, Don's like, no. So Kuzo's like, this let's is our keep secret. It that way. I was thinking earlier it was inconceivable that they didn't already know about the history with Dehan and Tommy's brother, but like, I don't know. Maybe it's something they realized later yeah like you know we knew about this but we didn't know that david lee and tommy lee right. were related that's because they're racist um, <laughs> they all look the same to <laughs> oh, me shit no uh yeah i don't know maybe it's just something they realized that they didn't they realized there was must be something they didn't know kuzo sent don to do some deeper research maybe they couldn't afford their industry publications they couldn't afford that subscription so none of them had been reading up on it <laughs> I just feel like, I, mean, I guess it's possible they know he killed a guy in a match, but they didn't realize there was a, you know, dude it was would, a kid at yeah, the Yeah, there would have been like, yeah, did you hear about the death in that competition a few years back? Well. People would have read about that. If you're oh, keeping yeah. up in any way with the sport, you would have known. It's odd that they didn't mention when they were showing the videos, like, he's killed a guy right. in competition. Yeah, yeah exactly. But anyway, um, 
Tommy is just like punching this heavy bag until he collapses, like physically and emotionally yeah, exhausted. He can barely lift his arms and tries to like keep going. Alex enters the room to try to comfort Tommy. The way this shit was lit, you would think they were about to fuck. <laughs> it it was very odd. You could hardly tell who anyone was. Yeah. Alex tells Tommy, hey, it's late, man. And uh, Tommy's like, you know, Dehan's working just as hard. And he's like, well, maybe, but even, you know, whatever. Even Dehan sleeps. sleeps. Yeah. He's like, I don't know about that, but whatever. Cut to another montage. What? More training. Thank the old gods anew for another training montage. Dehan is shadow boxing and just screaming. Screaming like a fucking crazy person. <laughs> I love this. It's like slow-mo jump roping. Inverted sit-ups on the back of your teammate. What the fuck was fast, that Fast shit? jump roping. People working various punching bags and pads and just lots of shadow boxing and screaming from the Koreans. That shit with Alex like doing the sit-ups on the back of one of those trainers or whatever? I, what the fuck? Like I imagine him calling the trainer and be like, hey, hey, buddy, I need you to come to the gym so I can do some sit ups on your back. You can't stack some mats, buddy, <laughs> like or like Rocky hang over the edge of the barn or the hayloft. Yeah, and do dude, your hang yourself from like an oxen yoke. No, no, no. I need I need you. <laughs> I need you. I need to what climb on your fuck. I need to climb on your back and do some sit ups, pal. Okay. I need you at the gym now. It's late night. Stat. I know. <laughs> I did some coke. I want to train. <laughs> there was someone who I suppose must have been Virgil doing these like kicks, like spinning kicks to the uh -huh. speed bag. Although you never really see his face. I'm not convinced, I'm not convinced that it wasn't that it was an, a stuntman yeah, or something. I think it was probably a stuntman. But the, yeah, the lighting just remains very stylized through all of this. I think shit. it was probably because some of that was, some of it was muscle porn, like, you know, just the guys doing, but a lot of it I think was like, some of these guys can't do that kicking shit on the bag. Like, yeah, it's weird to do these karate movies and you don't just cast karate guys. You cast right. like actors, especially or bring them in. Dudes with like Sonny time. and Virgil who barely have anything to do in this movie. Like just cast some fucking yeah, you, ass kickers. Yeah. Yeah. But, because you know. there, there are guys that could play those. They're not strong personalities, but they're distinct personalities. It required minimal acting. Right. Those parts. Yeah. Agreed. Um, but so later on, Wade's got the guys meditating outdoors in the grass. She's instructing them to inhale joy and courage and exhale fear and doubt. I love that. Dude, yeah, that's some solid fucking like... Do you meditate? You ever try to meditate? No, but I need to. Like watching these, I'm like, I need some of that. I need some like joy and courage and like, let's get rid of the fear and YouTube doubt. YouTube is a... I, I have in the past year meditated year plus probably meditated more than more than i ever have and i've tried to make it like an everyday thing like just 10 minutes yeah and it's it's a super i mean it's like take some like time to get into the practice of it like mm -hmm. uh, stilling your mind and like being able to observe a thought and let the thought pass and stuff but the inhaling joy and courage and exhaling fear and doubt that shit that's strong it that's resonated a strong with, intention. it resonated with me yeah it's that's a strong funny. intention that's great. So everyone's participating except, of course, Travis. Fucking. Seems bored by it all. The person who needs it the most, probably. Again, like, are we supposed to find him objectionable as a person? Or are we supposed to sort of be like, I'm Team Travis. I, I think, like Travis. I think that's for the people that are like, oh, that's how I feel about meditation. <laughs> Bunch of fucking Newton hippies. That type that's of shit. That's of the devil. Meditation's of the devil. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
Meanwhile, the Koreans, they're meditating like under a fucking waterfall. Yeah, they that take, shit looked really they cold. They take even their meditation up a notch or two. Yeah, they're shirtless standing under like the, an icy waterfall. We saw them in the snow earlier, so it's got to be winter time. Same place. Yeah, yeah, man, that's fucking brutal. And then we got Team America. They're jogging together on the beach. Fucking Rocky Three shit. Yeah. They're running in the water, which just bothered the hell out of me. I'm like, running with wet shoes and socks terrible it's so stupid plus running on the sand is gonna probably be a harder workout yeah running on the sand is a fucking great like workout yeah it's hard as shit anyway Um, yeah i i I thought that that was an attempt at loose parallelism between like the two teams one in the winter uh, one in the summer yeah like you saw the guys running in the snow you see these guys running in the sand not great editing if that's the case, but <laughs> I was like, at least at least this scene I thought was supposed to, you're supposed to get the idea that the team is like coalescing. Yeah, and I think it's like they've reached their whatever, their full powers. They're on the mountain yelling Drago at this point. Drago! Yeah, Rocky Three, they're, they're Apollo and Rocky hugging in the water in their <laughs> short shorts and tank tops. They're about to kiss. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> but that's going to have what? to wait. I, I need the kiss week. now. Damn it. <laughs> All right, fine. All right, I guess we'll we'll hit pause for now. We'll beg you guys to come back. We're not going to beg you. We know you're coming. We know you're coming for this. Yeah. Episode four <laughs> coming up next week. We hope you're enjoying the show. Shout out to our friends in the Last of the Action Heroes podcast network. Absolutely. Love you guys. We hope you're enjoying the show. And if not, don't tell us about it. Or do tell us about it. <laughs> do. Just keep listening and we'll be back. 